everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we're reading 1 Samuel 20. But before we jump in, I want to remind you that new Join the Journey journals, say that 10 times fast, are out on Amazon, full of plenty of space to journal as you study and additional resources to aid you in your study. We'll put the link for both the adult journals and the junior journals in the episode description. All that said, we're in 1 Samuel 20, and I want to read you some of today's devotional written by Watermark member Bo Richardson. We are made for community. All the way back during the creation of the world, God saw that man needed community. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. Genesis 2.18 Community helps to encourage us in our pursuit of God, and more specifically, great friends encourage one another in this way. In my life, Bo writes, I have experienced the love of good and godly friends, friends who have been with me through it all and will be with me until the end of the line, friends whose love provides me comfort only topped by God's, friends who have protected and cared for me despite any circumstance. This beautiful image of friendship is a mere reflection of how God loves us. 1 Samuel 20 features Jonathan and David, best friends and arguably the dynamic duo of the Old Testament. Just for starters, the existence of a friendship between them is absolutely crazy because Jonathan would have been king if God hadn't appointed David. Jonathan basically lost his kingship to David, yet they put that behind them and treated each other equally. Actually, to say they treated each other equally would be an understatement. Verse 17, And Jonathan made David swear again by his love for him, for he loved him as he loved his own soul. Their love for each other outweighed their love for themselves, and this love is what motivated Jonathan to submit to his friend in order to serve and protect him. Verse 4, Then Jonathan said to David, Whatever you say, I will do. We live in a culture that celebrates self-care and looking out for our own good. But God offers us a different kind of life to love him and love others. As scripture says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, Matthew 22, 39. Jonathan and David loved each other as God calls us to. And that is an encouragement to me to live out my friendships like Jonathan and David did, protecting each other and caring for one another, Bill concludes. We see Jonathan and David's commitment to each other right off the bat at the beginning of today's reading. Starting in verse one, I'll be reading from the NLT. Then David fled from Naoth and Ramah and came and said before Jonathan, What have I done? What is my guilt? And what is my sin before your father that he seeks my life? And he said to him, Far from it, you shall not die. Behold, look, my father does nothing either great or small without disclosing it to me. And why should my father hide this from me? It is not so. But David vowed again, saying, Your father knows well that I have found favor in your eyes. And he thinks, Do not let Jonathan know this, lest he be grieved. But truly, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, there is but a step between me and death. Then Jonathan said to David, Here it is. Whatever you say, I will do for you. Whatever you say, I will do for you. It's important that we note that this was a healthy friendship built on mutual trust. Jonathan wasn't just David's yes man. He had a brain and he thought really quite critically. Amidst a lot of family dysfunction, we're seeing a healthy friendship. You see the dysfunction in verses 30 through 34, which read, Then Saul's anger was kindled against Jonathan, and he said to him, You son of a perverse, rebellious woman, do I not know that you have chosen the son of Jesse, David, to your own shame and to the shame of your mother's nakedness? For as long as the son of Jesse lives on the earth, neither you nor your kingdom shall be established. Therefore, send and bring him to me, for he shall surely die. Then Jonathan answered Saul, his father, 
Why should he be put to death? What has he done? But Saul hurled his spear to him to strike him. So Jonathan knew that his father was determined to put David to death. And Jonathan rose from the table in fierce anger and ate no food the second day of the month, for he was grieved for David because his father had disgraced him. And and we see that this is a healthy friendship amidst family dysfunction and that number one, Jonathan was deeply grieved for his friend. He cared for him. And number two, Jonathan goes out of his way to advise and protect David. So what marks a good friend? Well, Proverbs 18.24 teaches one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. The Proverbs have a lot to say about friendship. A friend loves at all times, 1717. A poor man is deserted by his friends, 194. A person with gracious speech has the king as his friend, 2211. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, 276. The sweetness of a friend comes from his earnest counsel, 279. Do not forsake your friend and father's friend, Proverbs 2710. Spend some time thinking about your friends. Who are you grateful for? Who can you praise God for? Send them a text, give them a call, let them know. Or maybe you need to consider if you need better friends. Do your friends push you closer to God? Do they help you love Him more? When you hang out with them, are they a positive influence? That's all we've got time for today. But as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.